Yes, what's cracking, lovely people? This is the Big Feed Up HQ podcast. Thank you for downloading and welcome along. I'm your host, Matt Gardner, and I'm a nutritional therapist specialising in sports nutrition by trade. The podcast focuses on nutrition, movement, outdoor experiences, and I'm nearing on 125 episodes. So after you've listened to this one, circle back, look through the other episodes, see if any titles resonate with you, and I hope you find something valuable, awesome, and you connect with some of the brilliant guests that I've had on the show. The show is supported by 33 Fuel, who produce natural and powerful sports nutrition products. Now, there's a link in the show notes to 33 Fuel's website, and you can gain 10% off your first order by using Matt10 at checkout. My favourite product at the moment is probably their protein bar, their Aroica bar. Now, this bar is whole food based. It's high calorie, which is really useful for some of my outdoor stuff. And my bimbles were talking about 400 calories, 20 grams of protein for those that are interested. And it tastes great too. So check that out. They have greens powders. They have chia seed energy gels. They have protein powders that are plant based. Um, the company's brilliant and I hope you find something useful. Now, today I have the health boost back on the show, aka Cat and Val. So Kat is a nutritional therapist, Val is a personal trainer, and they are a family-friendly solution to healthy eating, lifestyle, ways to cook, quick family-friendly recipes, nutrition tips, organisation in the kitchen, meal planning, movement. Their Instagram is packed with exercise videos, healthy recipes, and their blog's brilliant. I always go on to there looking for ideas for my own clients around uh, creations of smoothies, uh, stocking a healthy kitchen. Um, they have something called a week of summer salads. So that's always brilliant. I look through that a lot. Uh, recipes such as teriyaki salmon, carrot and banana spice bread. So there's a lot going on there. I'll leave everything you need to find them and what they do in the show notes. And it's brilliant to have them back on the show. I've also linked to the previous conversation that I had with them some time ago. So if you need a bit more background, again, circle back to that and I'll stop rambling. Let's get into things and I hope you find the show useful. As always, please share it with someone. Please subscribe. That'd be brilliant. It really helped me out. Let's get into it, lovely people. Ladies, welcome back to the show. Again. It's it's brilliant having you on. I know we've had a good discussion offline, but I think for the listeners' benefit, because I've got new listeners, some people wouldn't have maybe heard the first podcast that we've had together. Um, it'd be great to know how you are, where you are, and um, I've explained obviously Val and you, you know the personal training side, the movement side, the coaching, cat, the nutrition side. So it'd be brilliant to hear from both of you, so the listener can kind of know whose voice is whose, and then we can you know we can get into things. So I'll I'll let you take it from there. specialise a lot in hormone health um, and the importance of that. So usually the mum comes and sees me and then we sort of start talking about uh, you know their teenagers and, and heavy, very painful periods or lack of periods. So I kind of then see the teenager as well. Um, and very much specialise in you know helping the mum um, regain themselves. As we're so busy at you know focusing on our children that we kind of forget to look after ourselves. So yeah, specialise in, you know, with a bit of weight loss usually, some hormone problems and uh, yeah, help and coach them through that. Mm, brilliant. And obviously saying um, a bit of context to the listeners benefit, you know, um, we're similar in terms of a bit of training, nutritional therapy, obviously you, you specialise in what you've just spoken about. But, you know, we've we've both gone and studied over a, a matter of quite a few years and, and taken on case studies and, you know, ensured to practice and all that kind of stuff. And obviously we both moved a lot of our work online which we'll get into so no that's brilliant um that would be great to hear a, a bit about your um you know your background and, and how things are going as well yeah sure um so uh qualified pt for about a year and a half now um as my second career uh even though sport was always you know quite quite a passion of mine so um i'm now trying to share and transfer that passion and trying to get 
uh, people to enjoy actually exercise rather than find that that's something that they've been told to do for uh, health reason uh, and all the benefits. I want them to actually come to me and enjoy and you know look forward to that session um, every week or several times a week. Um, a bit like Catherine, I find myself really um, uh, having mainly female clients um, who, yeah, again, want to try and spend a bit more time uh, looking after their both physical and mental health um, and um, doing a bit of, yeah, strength training is also one of my um, specialties, uh, trying to, you know, explain to women of, you know, let's say over 40 that, you know, maybe just, you know, going for a jog or, you know, trying to do a, a 5k every Sunday, as much as it's very good, it's very good to be outside, it's very good for um, your mental health to take a bit of time. Uh, quite a lot of women have been shying away from strength training, yeah. you know, historically. Uh, but with a bit of help, a bit of coaching, and you know, taking it gently and progressively, uh, they actually all enjoy it. They can see the difference. They can see the difference in how strong they feel, and you know, posture and all sorts of things like that. So that's yeah. definitely my area of focus. Mm, brilliant and for the people listening you know your, your content online is, is vibrant it's colorful um it's varied and you know the message really comes across there so um there's obviously a few strands we can go down today but i think it'll be brilliant i know you touched on physical and mental health and stuff of your clients so if we can maybe just get a few minutes opening up you know how you both have have been coping you know phys- physically and mentally um from you know, it'll, we're not obviously going to go blow by blow, but, you know, March, um, people are starting to stay at home. There's more conversations, lockdowns happening, you know, pressure coming on, people staying inside, uh, people then working from home. H- how did you both find it? And then obviously when you found your feet, um, you know, in yourselves and, and with your families and work-wise, then we can obviously get, get into a bit of that as well. So, um, yeah, um, happy for, you know, happy for you guys to take that and, and let the listeners know. We actually coped so differently, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, I am an introvert and thrived in lockdown. I actually had no problem at all. Um, I moved my, um, I loved having all my children back at home. I loved the fact my husband was around and we could all have lunch together. I loved the slower pace of life, getting out with the dog. Um, I went on cycle rides with my husband because the roads were empty and I wasn't scared of going out on there. So we were like, you know, doing 20, 30k rides a couple of times a week. Um, I bought myself a spinning bike, so I was doing lots of cardio. And I actually didn't have a problem with um, lockdown. I moved all my practice online, so I was still seeing clients face to face. I didn't get any new clients March and April. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, my business is really affected. But actually, it was quite nice to have a little bit of time off. Um, and then now clients are trickling back and um, I'm seeing a lot of people that have put on weight uh, during lockdown because they weren't quite as, as active as maybe I was. Um, and they, they, you know, they, they're just stressed and everything and, and maybe too much comfort eating, high alcohol because they were struggling. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of more clients that way. But I actually thrived in lockdown. Um, mm. And now that my pace of life's quickened up a bit and I'm having to you know, drive children to, you know, hockey coaching and stuff mm. a little bit more. And uh, I'm like, oh, no, I want, I want it back again. So yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. So is that kind of togetherness of the family, like you said, and then a lot less yeah, decision I, fatigue in terms of like having yeah, to move people around and do yeah. things and, and even just hanging out. And like you said, spending a couple of hours on a, on a bike with, with your husband is, you know, there's, there's, there's huge gains there, isn't there? In terms of, like you said, your physical yeah. and mental health. That's brilliant. Absolutely. I mean, it, you know, don't get me wrong. It wasn't all easy. I've got, you know, teenage children and the eldest one was meant to sit his A-levels. That was quite stressful at the beginning because we didn't know what was going on. Um, but, you know, as soon as the A-levels were cancelled, then it was difficult to motivate him mm. because that's it. It's gone, all the motivation. So he's it's been very difficult to motivate him to even get out of bed yeah. um, and do anything for themselves because they've lost their, you know, so they've lost really since March. They've done nothing. Um, and now they're you know, going to get their A-level results um, 
you know, this week, actually. Yeah. And then they'll find out that he had a job lined up for the summer. You know, he was meant to be earning a really good salary, actually. Yeah. Um, but that was that was canned. Um, so that's been difficult to motivate him. And, of course, there's no other jobs that they can do because pubs were closed. You know, there was, that was very difficult, actually, yeah. I have to say, with him. But... He's all right. He's, he's loving it. The fact his A-levels were cancelled. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, and like you say, if he's healthy and, you know, I remember being the same, being a teen now, like, oh, looking back, that, that motivation side of things because you didn't know what was to come and, you know, just lived it. I was in, like, rural Suffolk and stuff growing up. I can totally relate to that. And then, obviously, as you get older, you're, you're, you know, you're biting a bit, creating a mission statement for yourself, wanting to get ahead, morning routines. So, no, but, yeah, I'd be definitely just lying around yeah. and doing stuff but yeah I probably would have taken I don't know actually my predicted grades weren't that good so I don't know I don't know what would have happened there in terms of A-levels but uh, and, and I know it's still ongoing the stuff up in Scotland and things like that but I know we're not going to get into that rabbit hole so oh brilliant so like you said um you know interesting time for yourself you know you preferred to to then obviously be at home with the family um for some of the practitioners listening moving moving your work online I know there's I've spoken to a lot of people offline about about that and there's been kind of troubleshooting especially in the nutritional therapy industry about it but like you said you stay positive obviously everything you guys create with in terms of digital handouts and things like that are fab anyway so you then you were just having to obviously move the the the, the kind of consultation and the you know the behavior change process when you're not in the room with someone you have to then obviously mold that so um yeah that sounds that sounds brilliant um so am i guessing then it was the other way around for you well after that um so it'd be good because the listener can hear it the listener can hear like uh, a yin and yang side so it's not all just you've both come on and it's it's been thriving so it'd be good to hear no, unfortunately what absolutely. happened to you i mean we are we are very close for business uh, partners but we're also very good friends and uh, we've always known that uh we are very very different um as in you know opposite attract type personalities um, and lockdown was definitely um, the, the, the perfect example of that. Um, for me, I mean, totally extrovert. I need to be out of the house. I need to see people, just lots of people, different places. Um, I like moving houses. I like, so everything has to, I actually, even though I'm, you know, sometimes complain that I'm a bit too stressed, I'm, you know, I need that to, to feel like, you know, things are happening. Mm. Um, so obviously for me at first, you know, clients, obviously gyms closed, um, not allowed to see people. Um, I was obviously still filming quite a lot of content for, um, for our social media channel. But in terms of my own training, which, which is what makes me feel good, both physically and mentally, that really suffered because I don't have at home the kind of equipment that um, I need to do my strength training. Um, you know, when you're used to needing, I don't know, 70 or 80 kilos to do your strength training, and yeah. what I've got at home is 25, Yeah. It, it's different. So, you know, I had to adjust and try different things, like cats, I hired, I hired, I didn't buy it for a good reason. Um, I hired a spin bike, and I did stick to it. Most days I was doing my spin, but, it's just not my thing and it didn't really do much for me it was you know giving me that um half an hour in in my day to build a bit of routine but um apart from that didn't really do much for me um i did enjoy having you know the family together and you know more dog walks and and all of that um but yeah, it's just been it's just been really tough. I was so glad to see clients uh, messaging me as soon as we were allowed, going right. If you're if you're happy with that, you know your garden, my garden, you know, let's do some training. And yeah, a few clients coming back saying, well, I've got the time. Can I do three times a week? Can I do twice a week? Um, and as soon as we started doing that, I just felt so much better. Mm. Um, they needed it. I needed it. It was the whole you know, social thing, seeing people, because, mm. uh, I mean, Zoom, I mean, like most people, I used to organise, you know, Friday night drinks on Zoom. We've done some. Yeah. We, did, we did some birthday drinks on Zoom with Jason and her family. After three weeks of lockdown, I was like, 
never again. Yeah, it was your mental health that also suffered, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, because obviously we were chatting loads, obviously we weren't seeing each other face to face, but I really could feel that she was really down and, and mentally not in a good place. It's yeah. very mm. difficult then to work at helping someone like that when yeah. you can't then see them physically. You know, usually yeah. if someone was going through a tough time, you'd go around to their house, you'd bring them flowers, you know, none of that could happen. You couldn't do, you know, you'd make them lunch and it would all be, that was really hard actually, seeing, yeah. seeing Van in such a bad place. Um, and I think a lot of people really suffered yeah. with that. Mm. I mean, your, your alcohol content went half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, definitely, I definitely fall in the category of people who have drunk more during lockdown. Absolutely. I mean, you know, my glass of wine is, is still my one last, um, you know, vice, if you want to call it that, but I enjoy it. But yeah, it definitely, you know, went up too much during lockdown. Um, obviously not enough exercise for what I normally need. And yeah, it's a lot of adjusting. Um, I love cooking. We both love cooking. But even that, I, I just I just got to a point where I was just like, how long am I going to, you know, cook three, three meals a day for the whole family? I, I, I got to the, fa- the place where I was like, I don't even enjoy cooking because it became this... Mm constant demand yeah. and teenagers you know teenage boys oh God, so them. <laughs> there's never enough there was a point where obviously you know going to the supermarket was not ideal there was no delivery and it all snowballs into this and yeah i was just going yeah um, um, they're constantly re- relentless food yeah. actually even people that like cooking they found that really difficult actually that you know having all your family at home for every single meal is hard so we have tried, we, we could have, on our social media, we were doing quick, easy meals, we were doing store cupboard ingredients, mm. you know, we were trying to show people that you can still eat well on store cupboard ingredients, so, you know, like yeah. tins of beans and chickpeas and stuff. Um, so we did move on to show people exactly that actually tin food, frozen food is actually fine, you know, frozen veg are just as nutritious as fresh if you can't get hold of the fresh. So we definitely, you know, we yeah. kind of highlighted that kind of thing for people to... Yeah, it was, a, it was lunches people struggled with most. Yeah. Mm. Definitely, yeah, definitely. And I'd say some of the people I work with is the same, yeah, because, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm actually um, I'm doing a bit of a piece on this in a, in a couple of weeks, but I'd say the typical kind of client in a way that I see is this kind of nine-to-five athlete, I call them, even though they're not actually athletes, you know, professionally, but they're used to working full-time and training full-time. And, and the lunch was interesting and the afternoon snacks because... They're just used to outsourcing it. You know, some might have made breakfast in the morning or had it in the office, but their daytime food was just outsourced. And then they had to kind of go around that. A lot of people I work with evening meals, they're actually tending, especially the people in the city. They are tending to try to go home and eat, eat well, something that's homemade. So through the day, there's a lot of decision fatigue there. Um, but just going back to yeah, your comments before, it's brilliant to, to lift the lid on that, because obviously what people will see when they come onto your page and everything like that is that um you know you you guys are obviously um very experienced confident um and and you know look looking to inspire people but obviously you know that everyone's had a bit of a wobble um and i think you know i think it's good to it's good to reflect on that especially using the podcast we can have these longer form conversations about it and then obviously we were speaking offline about what you've got coming up and i think it's a perfect place to dovetail into that because obviously you 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 take in your experiences of the lockdown period um obviously everything you you, you've done over the last few years and building the businesses and the services and and working together and now you're both looking at obviously the end of uh not the end of the year sorry i'm kind of thinking like quarters and business stuff but you know when when kids are going back to school hopefully um and and you've got mums especially that might then have more time and then might devote it to whatever strength training uh, preparation of food maybe going out and and, and walking a bit more with with them um, partner etc um you know you're, you're thinking about putting something together aren't you that people can that people can follow or is it something that that um you know they they can get drip fed with the information like how, how have you guys started to kind of uh yeah, design so that planning to do basically i kind of you know when the kids go back in september finally you, you these parents are going to be like oh my god overjoyed but suddenly to actually have fine time to themselves so we thought we would like hit everyone and make it really easy we're going to do a 28 day meal plan so you don't have to think 
about what you're making for breakfast, lunch and dinner because we're going to provide you with the recipes, shopping lists. We are going to provide you with workouts. We're going to provide you with, you know, webinars to explain, you know, why you need to take time for yourself. You know, um, we're going to look at hopefully people will be you know, losing a bit of weight that they might have put on during lockdown, um, you know, sorting out their hormone health um, and just feeling better because, you know, it's been a long slog with your children at home. And yes, we've enjoyed it and it's all been lovely and, you know, but it, it's hard, you know, as I say, coming up with those three meals um, a day. So we really want to show people that actually, you know, we'll take, take the stress out of the preparing the food or knowing what to cook. Everything will be quick and easy. We're not going to be slaving for hours in the kitchen. Um, you know, we want people to, yeah, literally have, you know, the, the tools they need to just go forward. You know, there'll be live chats with us. Um, constantly throughout, people can ask questions. Oh, great. We do a closed Facebook page um, and go on and do little videos and stuff just to show people that, yeah, doing the exercise as well, aren't we? And just show people that, yeah, get themselves get in the lockdown lethargy kind of thing and, you know, reclaim your, uh, you know, your health and your, yourself, really. And quite remember who you are because it's very easy as mums to forget yourself. You know, if you, you know, you, you've spent so much energy and time looking after your children, because obviously they are really important to you, but actually if you don't look after yourself, you can't look after them properly. So you've got to be in tip-top health and we're going to try and yeah, help people to reclaim themselves. Brilliant. And look, some of the things that I focus on, especially when I work with, with people and, you know, hearing that in your programme and things like that is um, empathy, simplicity, you know, accountability, leadership. Um, and obviously it sounds like within what you've put together, you know, that's all there. It was brilliant to hear that there's this live kind of Q&A and troubleshoot as well, because obviously, you know, people listening to this, they, they've they heard, you know, numerous conversations around nutrition and exercise. And um, there's so much information out there. But the reason why I like getting people like yourself on the show is because, you know, when people invest in these kinds of programs and things like that, they're, people are buying people you know the resources and things they can get somewhere else i'm not saying that you know people are creating what what you're doing somewhere else but um you know that's a great mix because you guys know exactly what your client base are going through the people who sign up for this thing and some people need the resources they need the problem solving around shopping list recipes and things but also they need the accountability signing up um but then you spoke about it at the start you know cat around about a behavior change and stuff you know, the, the empathy, people to just be there, you know, coaches and practitioners to listen, you know, that's the huge thing. And the, and the more I think about, you know, my work moving forward, yes, you know, we're, it's important to be honest, we're selling things, but, you know, what are we selling? And it's not just the, the, the nutrition and, and, and the training, you know, it's, it's those things put together, you know, how can we help and bring accountability, empathy um, and, and leadership and, and support people? Um, so that you know that's the kind of side of it that people maybe don't see on a on a quick pitch and it's something we can unpack in a in a chat like this so it's brilliant and i think we appeal to busy mums because both of us are busy mums and i've got three teenagers val's got two we are used to juggling life it's not simple it's not easy and, and we're of a certain age you know we're, we're not your young 20 year old nutritionist that you know is, is you know, expired to we are we're busy mums and we've had to juggle it ourselves so we understand it's hard sometimes knowing what to cook for dinner, when to fit in exercise, when to, you know, to take time out from life. Yeah. We understand that. And I think, yeah, we can. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. And how, and the people, go on, go yeah, on, Val, sorry. The thing is, well, I think which goes with the nutrition, the exercise and everything, as you said, accountability is definitely a very big one. Um, it all goes down to habits. And I think uh, the plan is not there to, change everything in five minutes um i i really would like people to get on board the fact that you can and i know Catherine does that with um most of her class just those tiny little changes you know one one habit a week or two habit a week but very small um the idea is not for me to on that on that 28 day to get people to do four one-hour workout a week absolutely not because you know the likelihood of people dropping out after three days is probably 100 mm. percent because one that's not what they're used to two they might injure themselves 
three, they're not going to suddenly find overnight one hour four times a week. So it will be very small, very small workouts, time-wise, very minimum equipment because you might not have it. Um, you know, and things like don't plan your workout. If you're not used to working out a lot, don't plan it in your diary at eight o'clock in the evening because guess what? That's not going to happen. So, um, you know, it's lots of little, you know, tips like that that we'd like to handhold people into putting into place so that hopefully it's slowly, by the end of the 28 days, it, it becomes new habits and hopefully a 28-day plan is something that is actually sustainable for more than 28 days. It's not, you know, losing three stone in 28 days. That is not our business. That mm. is not what we do. Mm. It's feeling better, feeling stronger, feeling happier, and getting to the end of the 28 days thinking, wow, that was actually not bad, that was fairly easy, and I can go and do it again for the next 28 days, and, and naturally for it to become a lifestyle. Yeah, achievable. We're all about lifestyle. Yeah, we're not about you getting your bikini body or whatever. You know, we all our bodies are beautiful. You know, we don't need a bikini body. Yeah. We're all about lifestyle and I always say to so I get a lot of clients come to me before maybe weight loss might be the number one goal. I say to them actually I'm not really that interested in what you weigh on the scales. I want you to feel better. Because as soon as you put the good stuff in and you feel better, the weight loss will just come naturally and you won't even have to think about it. Um so yeah for me it's all about how someone feels. Um, and I can improve people's mental health, I've improved their sleep, their energy levels and people are like, wow, it's actually that simple. It's not that complicated. Mm. But, you know, we make it all complicated. And I think the media has a play in that. You know, all this pressure to, to look a certain way. And it can be, the world of nutrition can be so complicated. It doesn't have to be, though. It really can be quite simple. You know, there are certain things that we have to go down sometimes, to, you know, with certain health problems. But overall, it shouldn't be difficult. Yes, and I think that's the important thing if anyone's listening to this and, you know, you do you do have a health condition or there's something in the background, you know, that's important GP first. And they're, they're obviously nutritional therapists, cat being one that one-to-one work for, for something related to skin and digestion and things like that. You know, you want to get uh, the lens focused on that and, and sort that out so that then you can enter a program like this and, and you're a bit more robust to take on a few challenges, you know, in terms of, um, calorie load in terms of training in terms of um you know variety of of your day and, and organizing things really so um if we just pick up on one of the strands that you that you both mentioned uh, around um sleep and, and activity and things um you know have you guys found that it changed could you after a busy day in your 20s and 30s for want of a better term bang out a quick session at 7 or 8 p.m sleep well get up early you know go again um you know how how do you find that kind of evening exercise side of things and do you have to both um be aware of intensity you know if we just maybe go down that strand a little bit in the evening does that make a difference for your for your sleep and the ability for you guys to wind down now compared to maybe a decade ago i i was definitely one of those um obviously i mean i was i was working in the city and you know that was the only time i had i didn't have a lunch i was starting early so like a lot of people the only time i had to exercise was after work uh back then it didn't it didn't affect me at all um nowadays i I wouldn't say i'm one of those who's going to be completely wired and not be able to sleep if i do something i wouldn't have it i I wouldn't train at eight o'clock but I've done some pretty, you know, high intensity workout at maybe, you know, six, seven o'clock and not found that it was difficult to sleep. But then again, and that's another place where Kat and I differ a lot. Uh, she likes to go to bed early and get up really early. Um, I don't go to bed super late, but I'm definitely a, an 11 p.m. type going to bed. And that's that's perfect for me, 11, 11, 30 and ideally, if and when I can, wake up at 7.30. So I think it fits in with that, that I can, I can do a workout at 6 or 7 o'clock and go to bed, you know, fairly happily um, at 11 or 11.30. But obviously, if you're on a different, you know, rhythm, um, that's probably...
probably not going to work because if you're a 9, 9.30 going to sleep, then you probably need to stop exercising at, I don't know, 4 o'clock, although everyone's, mm. you know, a bit different. Um, and then obviously that's not the only thing that comes into sleep. I mean, again, hormone, different times of our life. Um, you know, I never had sleep issue until probably two years ago. And now every now and again, you know, I'll go through, you know, a month of absolute, absolutely terrible sleeping pattern. So again, it's, it's a big picture, but if you, if you have sleeping issues, I would definitely say not great to do the, uh, mm. the, the late in the day, but for, for Kat, because she likes to get up early for her, it's perfect to get the workout done first thing in the day and then get on with your day. So, you know, there are timings that, you know, will work for people. Yeah, you know, because I suffered um, sleep problems. I had a period in my 30s where I suffered insomnia, actually, which was horrendous. But, yeah, getting up, for me, getting up early, I always do my exercise before breakfast if I can. Get it out. Again, I've then got no excuse. Otherwise, I'll make up loads of excuses. I'm not like Val that loves her exercise quite so much. I, I enjoy exercise. But I don't live for it, you know, I, I kind of, I'm going to do it because I feel much better afterwards, but I don't go, oh my God, I need to exercise. Um, so for me, getting it out before breakfast, so I don't make excuses throughout the day and avoid it. If I scheduled it in at, at five o'clock in the evening, I can guarantee you I will not do it. I will come up with every excuse, I'm too tired, I'm too hungry, yeah. whatever, I would just make excuses. So yeah, mm. I for me, exercise first thing in the morning is an absolute winner. And I try and get my clients to do that as well. You know, even if it's just going outside and going for a walk at that time in the morning, um, I just think you feel better. Um, you know, so, and, you, and then you've got no excuses to just get on with it. Yeah, it is, it is fascinating lifting a lid on some of the timing stuff and the chronic nutrition, the kind of like circadian biology and your internal clocks and the way it's uh, configured with what, with what you're eating. Yeah, this is some really interesting studies. Yeah. Circadian rhythm. Now. Yeah. I, mean, I... Like my children, yeah. I have a golden hour between 9.30 and 10.30 at night. And if mum misses that golden hour, we're all in trouble. You know, yeah. It has to be in bed at that time. But it's important. So, yeah, it's good to get both your perspectives on that because obviously, you know, look, people aren't listening for, you know, intricate kind of dissections of, of studies around sleep and, and you know, horm hormones and all those kind of things. And it is interesting. Um, actually, you know, I can link to an article that maybe goes into a bit more detail in the show notes, but what's brilliant is that it sounds like obviously the principle around what, what you guys are about, what you do yourselves and the, and the program is probably going to be about if I take a bit of a leap is that, you know, that, that exercise in there somewhere, but then you have to think, are you, you know, a night owl or a morning lark and, and, um, where can, where can you then move it around your day? Um, and, and that's brilliant. And I think, like you said, from, from reflecting on when someone's younger, how they're working around training and winding down and sleep and then as we age how that changes and I think it was good to go down that strand I think Kat, if I ask you a, a kind of question around um I know digestion is a huge topic but in terms of you know your own experiences and, and a few clients and things like that um what we do know is obviously that um as as we get older you know our, our, our digestion's challenge especially in terms of being able to absorb foods especially you know protein rich foods and and other things so i think in your experience how, how, how have you found you know the 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 kind of um eating environment you know speed of eating or types of foods or portion size and then in terms of some of your clients now who are in maybe 40s and 50s compared to like you said the hard and fast kind of 20s 30s they can they can smash down food whenever and they're, and they're very robust maybe it'd be interesting to touch on that for a few minutes and i suppose that's something you guys will bring up in your forums and, and in the and, and in the programme and things like that too. And I'm very passionate about getting everyone just to eat three meals a day. And actually that can be quite hard because people are used to grazing throughout the day and, 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 and snacking is kind of allowed. Um, but I'm very much, actually, I feel so much better. Blood sugar is much more balanced if it's just three meals a day. But making sure you've got loads of really good stuff on your plate. People are amazed that actually when they fill themselves up with some, you know, really good stuff, loads and loads of vegetables, fruit, colour on their plates, lots of antioxidants. Actually, you don't need to stack. You feel much better. Making sure everyone's got, um, you know, protein on every meal, good quality protein. You know, and a lot of people are now more interested in having, you know, meat-free, vegetarian meals. So, you know, I'm helping them guide on, you know, the good sources of protein. Um, there's a lot of, um, you know, fake foods out there. I'm massive 
these fake um, meat substitutes and then I explained to them why and actually what sources are better than a meat substitute, you know, either your beans, your lentils, and then sitting back food, combining them all to make sure you're getting the right amino acid profile. I think uh, dietary fiber is massively important. You know, your um, you know, fruit and vegetables, you know, choosing the right sorts of fiber, making sure you know you'll get prebiotic, soluble, insoluble fiber, you know, oats, um, whole grains, you know, your vegetables, um, nuts and seeds, all really important um, for your digestive health. Um, and, you know, I'm always talking about, you know, asking how much to go to the loo. And, you know, yeah. we, we talk about, you talk about stools, you know, and, and yeah. you know, consistency. And it's, it's really important. You can get to know a lot about someone from, you know, how often they go to the loo. And people sometimes think that going three times a week is absolutely normal. That's not normal. You know, Definitely. You should be taking your bowel movement every single day and more than once, sometimes it's absolutely fine. Good. Um, yeah, it's brilliant to have those discussions, especially like you said in that in in that open group uh, you know i'm not saying people have to rush to going into that straight away but then at least like you said there's that privacy and and there's that you know there's that kindness yeah it's interesting so you'd say so your takeaway from that is you you found that um you know eating eating uh three meals instead of maybe snacking a lot more like you used to is that something that you do now and, and like you said you feel more consistent you're more aware of what you're putting on your plate people might maybe look at your plate and think actually oh there's quite a lot of food there but then you're not you're not necessarily grazing as much through the day and that's something that seems to sit sit well well with you um compared to maybe years before that's interesting yeah i think definitely that the no snacking seems to be really, and also if you're filling up with the good stuff you're then less likely to snack and reach for that you know bad stuff i mean you know we're looking at you know you probably got with your sort of clients that you know more sporty and stuff you probably they do need probably you know maybe the snacks and stuff but definitely for the yeah. average you know sort of women are rage snacks yeah um, yeah we titrate it up and down you know we titrate it up and down and... go on yeah I, i'm definitely mainly a, a three meals a day person but um with you know how busy how busy we are and when you've got you know if you miss your if i have three clients in a row and it happens to be between 11 o'clock and you know two or three o'clock clearly I've missed that window. So I definitely, and because I then have to fit my own training in and et cetera, I do, I do sometimes require the right kind of snack, which I usually make and, you know, travel with. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, you know, if you've got a pretty organized day and you're organized and, you know, you're going to have a lunch hour or whatever, I would always say, yeah, that's, that's probably better. But as we say with the one you call the uh, nine to five athlete, they have to make sure they've got the right energy in before and then refuel after. Um, so that's a whole, you know, a different thing. Mm. Uh, but I just wanted to touch on one more thing, which we will definitely discuss as well. And especially after this whole lockdown, I think uh, a lot of people have lost track of uh, portion sizes. I think people have completely forgotten what a portion of fruit, a portion of veg, you know, whether it's five a day, ten a day. I mean, both Kat and I are probably on ten to twelve portion of, you know, fruit and veg a day easily. But people don't always know what that means. And also just general portion size of what you eat at breakfast, lunch and dinner. Because mm. uh, it's, all, it's all become a bit blurred. And, you know, people will pile their, their plates up, but actually, it might be a big plate, they might feel, actually, digestion-wise, not very well afterwards, because it was too much and too much of the wrong thing. Um, and, yeah, so that's definitely one thing that I think a lot of people need help with. Good, yeah. And I think when, when, the, when the kind of, um, you know, lens is focused on that, especially in your programme and things, the, the members that join um you know it'll be great for them to zone in on that because um especially if if there's this is just drawing from my experience and, and working with people if if there's a couple of people in a relationship and and you're eating together in the evening and you're plating up and there's leftovers and it's in front of you if you're watching tv um and you know you have a hungry partner who might have different energy needs it is very easy to to overeat um you know for what you need um, and, and I've had just some simple conversations around, look, 
if if the TV room's in a different room, don't bring everything through. You know, plate up what you need. It doesn't have to go away if it's hot, but just just you know, leave it out of reach at least. Um, or you know, the timings around meals, and they are you know they are the things where over the twenty eight days, I assume you can ebb and flow, and people can try things, and you can troubleshoot and. You know, it's brilliant that obviously the, the food and the shopping list and things taken care of. So the decision fatigue is out of there. But that's the nuts and bolts of it, really, isn't it? Kind of um, just reflecting on um, how, you know, how much you're eating um, and just trying to organise that. And I think it's there's nothing wrong with giving out uh, certain recommendations uh, around, you know, amounts of food. And people can try things. There's nothing wrong with trying things. I think we were discussing digestion before and you mentioned fiber cat and i think it's interesting that uh 30 grams of fiber i think especially you know when the covid messaging and things um that's obviously the front and center in immune health and vitamin d but before that there was momentum around fiber and that 30 grams that the government kind of push out and public health england push out and people don't really know what that actually is in terms of food um so to give someone context because i had this conversation yesterday so it's fresh in my mind it's it's basically about about 100 grams of banana, so a medium banana, 60 grams of oats. So, you know, that's quite a large portion. I'd say maybe normally people have about 40. An exercising person may, may go a bit higher. Um, 125 grams of, of berries, which is like maybe a, a kind of normal size punnet. Um, 300 grams of root veg, which could be like sweet potato or squash. So that's, you know, a decent size amount. Um, and then I think about 150 grams of, 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 of lentils or, you know, one, one of your kind of pulses, things in there. So if you, you know, if you eat, if you ate that, that amounts to about 500 calories. If people are listening and they like their calories and that's about 125 grams of carbohydrates, um, you know, that's a fair amount of eating. And that and that's a lot of food. It's not huge, huge amount of calories. But then again, you have to think about will that sit with you? Um, do you like those foods? Uh, are they available to you? Um, and it's brilliant. You get to hit that 30 that the government say, or like you said before, it was five and now it's 10 vegetables and it's all a bit confusing. Um, and you just have to kind of get it right for yourself. You know, know some of the messaging and understand a bit of it. There's nothing wrong with trying it. But, you know, can someone maintain that kind of consumption every day? Do they work well on, on carbohydrate, you know, fiber rich foods like that? You know, you have to figure that out, really. You've got to go slowly. If you suddenly whack stuff that in with someone that's had a really low fibre diet, they're going yeah. to have a digestive problem. But also, you say the word fibre to most people on the street, and they come back with all brown. Mm. You know, they won't. That, that's for them is fibre. But actually, forget that. Yeah, vegetables, fruit. I mean, raspberries are really avocado. You know, there's loads of fibre in those, but people forget about that. Yeah. And don't understand. Yeah, the berries, the berries are a brilliant one. And another kind of geeky dovetail, I like this kind of polyphenol antioxidant side of things. And I'll read a lot on that in my spare time. And I think that, again, just boils down to simple foods like berries and especially this time of year, fresh. The frozen stuff are winners. Um, and it seems, you know, maybe even 50 grams a day or something, even less. I was reading things around 30, which is like a handful. It's, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. So, you know, people can change those things on a on like a bioactive food component level if you want to kind of go that deep. But um, oh, no, it's brilliant. Is there, um, you know, obviously we've gone through a bit of the format and, and talked about the training and the, and the nutrition side of things of, of, of what you guys have to come. Um, is, is there anything else that, that you think the listeners should know? Obviously, they can they can get they can get into these things by signing up to your newsletter. Obviously, I'll leave everything in the show notes and things like that are there any other messages about obviously the program and anything else that that you guys do that you'd like to get you know get people to know about at this at this point in time no we'll put our plan up um so they can just click on it um through our you know our page on our website so that'll be all available um you know a bit nearer the time so we're looking at launching i think the children go back to school sort of beginning of September, so we'll give them a week or so to get their shopping list and stuff, and we're looking to launch kind of mid-September, um, you know, where you kind of, and hopefully, you know, be back in 28 days when they've finished before half term and we get them all back again. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, that's fantastic. And yeah, I think I think if you're listening to this and it, and it resonates with you, there's nothing wrong with just, you know, having a look at what's 
on offer and, and just engaging in the content and then going from there really um a bit a bit of a kind of you know this isn't for everyone because i know people listening aren't all practitioners and, and work in nutrition and, and aren't coaches but i think selfishly it'd be good to maybe spend a couple of minutes on this you know what you guys offer online um especially for new practitioners and things that are listening and new coaches because obviously people are still qualifying as personal trainers people are still qualifying as nutritional therapists as we speak um did you did you guys is it of your kind of previous careers um that, that you managed to put everything together obviously you land on your site everything's very clear the visuals are there you've got you've got a really good kind of one click and if you if you send over your email you guys will give out free kind of high value content um there's downloadable things in terms of your your recipes and templates and stuff and i think if there if there are any young practitioners listening or not even young you change your career and you're looking to be a coach and a nutritional therapist i think just going onto your website gives a really interesting insight into what what can be built because you you guys have got just different different lines and strands of things that people can pick up and obviously they can sign for that the one-on-one the high value stuff or they can just like i do you know i peruse the recipes and use them for my own clients so it's brilliant like how, how did you guys go about that well we're both foodies we both love food and actually we met in the gym talking about food um so we were like you know handing out recipes oh have you tried this so we were like you know sharing recipes in the gym with each other we didn't you know know each other before we went to the gym um, so we became friends through food, really. Um, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, from the English, and Val is French, and she's got all the Mediterranean food. So we, yeah, we were just doing that. We both love food. I did a, you know, I've always loved cooking and, and food. I did a Leeds um, diploma when I was out of university. Um, you know, Leeds food of school, wine, food and wine, and that was really interesting. Um, so we just love food and yeah, always love cooking. So we provide, I think it was over 150 recipes for free. And mm. I know a lot of nutritional pra- you know, practitioners that use our recipes for their clients and they point their clients to our site because as you said, it's a massive resource. You know, we're offering, which most people don't do, a lot of healthy recipes for free. Definitely. Uh, you know, you don't, you don't need to do our one-to-one programs. You can just, yeah, get an awful lot um, yeah, yeah. and did you create you know did you if you don't mind me asking how to give away all your secrets but did you you know did you create things off off your own backs and your own experiences did you get someone that's involved in the kind of digital marketing side of things to support you you know because it's obviously a you know it's a great resource what you're offering online is it something you guys just develop uh, yourselves yeah so when we decided to build something together the one thing we agreed on was that someone was definitely going to build this website that was a big you know a big expense to start with but that's the best decision we ever made so that was done and we were also keen to have the website built but in a way that can be completely maintained by us Mm. Uh, and it it has worked brilliantly Um, everything on our website we um, do the recipes ourselves uh, in each of our kitchens we do the food photography ourselves it's no one else doing it it's literally in our on the floor you know all these things that you see on instagram yeah you know the tripod and all of that yeah uh, i do this for my uh, fitness videos but everything is done by ourselves uh we upload it we do the the printable recipes um and yeah i mean the recipes they're just you know catherine obviously has a much more you know english background and you know she loves all the the salads and the you know a lot of the typical english foods i like revisiting my mm. you know typical french and mediterranean foods and just trying to make them a bit a bit more uh, current and you know healthier and swapping a few ingredients um i am known for my snacks as well uh because you know if you need them because some people do of course then just make them yourself you know yeah. what's in it. There's yeah. not usually that many ingredients. Just don't pick them up off the shelves in the supermarket with 15 ingredients that you've got no idea what they are. Yeah, um, brilliant. I just thought. Yeah, we've never had any any help from that. I mean, I've I've done a bit of marketing in my time, and I'm quite geeky with all the. I love sort of looking around social media, what's new, and etc. Awesome. Yeah, we just yeah yeah no it's good to know because i think you know especially in lockdown more and more people digital learning and stuff like that there's you know there's a lot of people making money teaching 
new practitioners, especially if you're listening to this, you're a nutrition coach uh, or a nutritional therapist or a sports nutritionist, you know, webinars on how to gain clients, how to retain clients, you know, and all these things. And it is some, I suppose some of these people are successful, but also just if you're listening to this, just go on to, um, you know, see what the health boosts are doing. Like, like, like Val said there, look around at, uh, you know, established uh, coaches and practitioners and, and see what they're up to because you don't always have to spend money on all this business coaching malarkey um you just need to find out what your strengths are and do something you know um obviously i've got a long way to go i just do a podcast i've got very bog standard stuff online but i think don't get trapped in that in that rabbit hole if you if you're looking to you know spend loads of money on coaching and, and learning about marketing and all those kind of things there's a lot of stuff out there already um and you can learn a lot from practitioners and we're you know people people can get in contact can't they like you said when they're not just going to reach out to you guys and just because they don't spend you're not gonna you're not gonna talk to them are you you know you we're, we're very approachable people and i think that's it isn't yeah, it you know we want to help people we're always around yeah people need to help each other out as well just because you know you're another nutritional therapist it doesn't mean that you know you can't you know, message cat on Instagram or whatever with a question. How did you go about that? Yeah. You know, or you know, um, you know, I am struggling with this client. You know, what in your experience is your best? You know, vitamin D supplements or whatever. Yeah. Um, just like you know, for me, I always said personal trainer. If I always would say go and work somewhere before doing it on your own and trying to establish, you need to see how it works, you need to see what it's like to, you know, meet clients or meet new people, etc. Because otherwise you have to realize that, you know, when you're trying to establish your, your your business, the whether it's a nutritional therapy or the personal training, that's probably gonna be about twenty percent of your time. Eighty percent of your time is gonna be building the business, getting in touch with people figuring out what your kind of client is, where they are, where you're going to find them. So I think building experience in a gym, for example, someone who wants to do even online coaching or personal training at people's houses, I would say go and spend, I don't know, six months to a year in a gym and see what it's like to, you know, build program for people. Mm, Definitely right. Well, yeah, you heard it here, lovely people. If you're still listening, this marathon 52 minute pod um you're picking up you're picking up business knowledge bombs um but no look jokes aside it is it is it's all useful it's all useful stuff and that's that's basically why i started the podcast to connect with people i contact coaches and practitioners daily on instagram i contact people to come onto this show um and and just to just to not only network but then yeah have people to fall back on when i'm when i'm when i'm finding things uh tough or you know I need to refer or things like that or pick up some some uh, some info like those walkouts you did on your Instagram about like you know I'm gonna bang some of those out maybe when I'm sitting around for the next half an hour or something like that you know you need that kind of stuff you need that inspiration it's not all bad social media you know it's not all bad I know I know I know there's some like uh, you know who knows what is behind things like TikTok but there's some some there's some good stuff going on anyway look uh, I'll put your your website healthboost.com in the show notes. Uh, we've got your Instagram in there. Um, like like we said, stay tuned for the twenty eight day plan. Is is there anything else that we should highlight for for the listeners, or is that the best place to to reach you guys on? Yeah, get in touch with us. Ask us questions. Um, if you want, to, if you think that there's something that we would be good at and we haven't done, then just yeah, get in touch and we'll do our best. Cool. Oh, brilliant. No, I look forward to following it on that and when it launches and stuff, I'll make sure I share it and stuff as well. But yeah, good luck with everything, guys. It seems like a busy time. But exciting and and then we'll see what the see what september october holds so uh, fingers crossed that people can you know their kids can go back to school because they may be a curveball if they can't but we'll see <laughs> brilliant all right speak soon cool lovely people um as always please share uh, subscribe to the pod thanks so much for listening i'm up over twenty five thousand listens i'm nearing in 125 episodes so we're still rolling you can get your 10 percent off 33 fuel um the natural and powerful sports nutrition products have a great week and we'll speak soon